Yes, people, how are we all doing? I hope we're all doing really well. Welcome back to Process, a podcast with myself, Brendan Pearson. And it has been a very, very long time since I last did a solo episode, a solo podcast. Uh, but we're back to do one and I wanted to dive in and touch on a topic because recently I have made a decision to go sober from alcohol for six months. Now I want to dive into the reasons behind it. Now, firstly, there's five well, there's five reasons I want to dive into and I've got them wrote down on my phone so let me just get them up a second. Um, but I was listening to a very good podcast as I was kind of thinking about doing this, this podcast in general. Um, it was a James Smith podcast. Now obviously everybody has mixed opinions on him but I think a lot of the things that he does say do have some sort of validity, especially when it comes to alcohol and productivity. But he talked a little bit about um, alcohol, quitting alcohol. He does a lot of stints of not having alcohol. I think he does six months on and then kind of dabbles in it here and there. Um, but he talked about it. And one of the things that really related to me was him talking about his values and how alcohol doesn't line up with his values and what actually makes him happy. And he talked about the difference between pleasure and happiness. Now, there is a, there is a little difference between the two. Some people might not think about it. But happiness is things that generally make you happy. They're the things that make your life fulfilling and the reasons that you want to get out of bed in the morning, things that you do on a daily basis that make you make, make life worth living pretty much. And then there is pleasure. These are things like partying, things like alcohol, obviously they give you that short sort of burst of energy, so, so short burst of enjoyment, but there's something that isn't, isn't sustainable and isn't going to be something you can do every single day. Uh, it isn't going to create long-term happiness in general. So there's a difference, pleasure and happiness. Now, obviously, like I mentioned before, alcohol is one of the things that people use for pleasure. They use it as an escape from life. And they use it as a way, maybe after the end of a hard week or maybe even like once a year, they go on a big holiday to kind of let loose, really enjoy themselves. And yeah, that's that's what they use as that sort of mechanism for pleasure. Now, this is, if you get into a habit of trying to use this pleasure too often, too much, then it is going to cause problems. This is when addiction obviously goes, if you want really serious into it, addiction comes into it with drugs, with alcohol, um, and people kind of going in that cycle of working hard during the week, feeling tired, feeling deflated, feeling um, unfulfilled with their life and their job. And then on the weekend, going out, blowing loads of money on drugs, on alcohol, and not having fulfilled in life and living for that weekend. Now, for some people, when you're young and stuff like that, yes, go out and drink and stuff. And I, I do believe, obviously, I went through a phase of going out and partying, and I will still party in the future. Um, but it's just when it comes, gets to a point where it's a weekly occurrence and it's negatively affecting your career, your life, your relationships, and your overall happiness. So this is why I want to dive into the topic. So first of all, reasons why I am personally quitting alcohol is one, I've kind of went off it a little bit. I don't know what it is recently, but one, I can't deal with hangovers. That is one of the worst, um, well, the, the, the main reasons why I hate it. I absolutely hate hangovers. I'm a lot more anxious now. I just don't like that feeling of not fully being like, aware of what I'm doing. Um, and obviously the night before you kind of, I always feel like I'm a different person when I'm drinking and when I wake up in the morning, I'm like, why did I do that? Why did I say this or whatever action I did on the night? I'm not to say that I've ever done anything bad, but I just don't like that feeling of not being in control of myself and not being in control of my thoughts and my feelings the next day as well. And uh, the feeling of fuzziness, the feeling of like having a really bad night's sleep and waking up tired and then obviously the knock-on effect of that on my week. And um, obviously having to get up early for work, PT and trading clients. Um, and then obviously the effects it has on my training stuff, which I'll dive into as well in a second. I just don't like hangovers. I don't like that feeling, um, which is one of the main reasons why I've done it. Um, secondly, obviously, like I said, I don't really drink that much anyway, so it wasn't really, it's not too much of a big thing to completely cut it out. I do enjoy like a pint every so often. I do enjoy certain drinks. Like, I like a Disarano and Coke. 
Um, so I used to have one maybe once once a week on like a Friday night or something after a long day, a long week at work. Um, but I wanted to cut that habit out with that bad habit. Uh, and there's a few other reasons which I'm going to dive into of why I want to do it. First one, just don't like how just absolutely can't stand hangovers. Second one related to that James Smith podcast. It was the one with Sean Stafford. I'll tag it in the show notes down below as well. Um, it was to do with values. So alcohol, me drinking alcohol does not line up with my values. Um, what makes me happy is getting up early, training hard, being productive with my work, obviously helping clients out, producing content, um, being productive with my training, maybe training every single day, nearly five, at least five days a week to a good quality. Obviously having a good session makes me feel happy. If I have a bad session or I pick up injuries, that has a massively negative impact on my happiness. Um, like I said, sleeping well, um, having time with the missus or the dog. So on weekends, on a Sunday morning, I want to get up early, take the dog for a walk because during the week, we don't really have time to take, take Lola for a walk. Uh, just because we're both, well, we obviously take it for little walks, but not a big, long walk, like a hike, like a couple hours down the beach, whatever it is. We don't have time during the week for that because we're both busy working. And obviously my schedule's a lot of early mornings, later, later at night in terms of PT. So I want to use my weekends for that time. And again, with my missus, I don't really get a lot of time um, with Brian during the week because I'm, I'm working and I'm finishing late. So I want my weekends to be around that. And the same with seeing my mates. I never really get a chance to see my mates. So I'd rather go and see them on a weekend maybe not drink and still be able to get up early the next day, but go and see them. So yeah, it's just prioritizing time and alcohol was inhibiting that, inhibiting the things that make me happy. Um, and like I said, training is a big reason as well why I wanted to cut down on the alcohol. So it's a massive effect of alcohol on training performance. The main thing is gonna it's going to knock your sleep for six. Even having one drink, one unit of alcohol or something the night before is going to affect your sleep. You're not going to get that deep REM sleep, that recoverable sleep, which is going to help you perform better, going to help you build muscle. Um, and also, drinking alcohol increases your cortisol level. So if you haven't already checked out the Huberman Lab, Andrew Huberman podcast on alcohol, that, was, that, that just makes you never want to drink ever again. I'll, again, I'll tag that down in the show notes below. But he just talks about how even having a certain like three drinks a week across the space of seven days can massively increase your cortisol levels, decrease your sleep quality, and also reduce your testosterone levels. Now, if you're someone who's wanting to build muscle, who's wanting to train hard, who's wanting to lose body fat, whatever your goals are, alcohol is gonna massively inhibit that. Increasing that cortisol levels means we're not gonna be able to, to burn fat as, as well. Our body's gonna be in a stressed state. If we're in a st stressed state, our probability of losing body fat and gaining muscle is gonna be a lot less. And then if your sleep's down, like I said before, then you're not going to be able to, to train as hard. You're not going to be as focused. You're also, your work productivity is not going to be good, which is another reason why I want to, uh, want to quick quit alcohol, get my words out, um, was the productivity side, which I'll, I'll touch on in a minute. But performance side, yeah, alcohol just doesn't, alcohol and performance don't go together. Um, obviously, some people do it on a Saturday night after a football match, after a competition, whatever it is. Um, having a few in the big picture isn't going to be a massive, massive deal, but it's the fine details and for myself, I've had a lot of injuries. I've had two knee surgeries, ankle surgery, groin surgery, loads of issues. I'm struggling with a little bit of a knee niggle from the uh, National Fitness Games preparation where I, I think I've tweaked my meniscus. So my knee has got a little bit of swelling in the joint at the minute. And as soon as I drink alcohol, my knees seize up, my tendons, my patella tendons, which I've had surgery on in the past, I've had massive issues with them. Um, they start swelling up, my ankle swells up from the surgery I had there. So alcohol is massively increasing inflammation. If you're someone who has injuries or has had injuries in the past or currently is dealing with an injury, cut out alcohol completely, please, because you will feel so much better from it. Your recovery is going to be a lot better. 
uh, and your joints are going to feel less inflamed and like I said recovery uh, recover a lot quicker than if you were drinking alcohol which is it's one of the things where I see a lot of young lads who have had knee injuries or they had surgery and they're recovering from it say there's a few lads I know who are recovering from ACL injuries at the minute and they're still going out drinking I'm like just sacrifice it for this certain amount of time get yourself back fit get yourself playing or get yourself competing in the CrossFit or whatever what sort of competition you're doing get yourself back fit that short-term sacrifice of not drinking will get you back quicker and also keep you fit and not injured for longer yeah so one of the big reasons is is performance and obviously we know the effects of alcohol on, on testosterone levels for us lads and obviously hormones for other hormones for for females and um, so if you're drinking alcohol on a regular basis or even having one or two drinks your testosterone levels are going to go massively down if we're doing that we're not going to be in the best space for building muscle uh, and a lot of people obviously they, they blame genetics they blame um they blame not having the sort of genetic capabilities of some people who have higher testosterone or they're not taking anabolic steroids they're not taking test and um, supplementary testosterone um, themselves they blame their results on that where we can really if we take alcohol out of the equation that's almost going to give me some sort of benefit similar to what using um hormone refla- replacement therapy or or what steroids would do uh, in replace of it if that makes any sense so yeah just cutting out alcohol completely will help your testosterone levels and if our testosterone levels are higher we're going to build muscle and lose body fat a lot easier so i'm big on performance performance training is what makes me happy so alcohol does not um is not in line with that value probably rambled quite a bit on that one but yeah i mentioned briefly there the productivity side of things if you're waking up on a sunday morning and you're hungover you're not going to get some work done i'm someone who is a write-off completely if i drink and um, that's obviously a big night out even if i have one or two drinks i just feel a bit sluggish and a bit just not great the next day and i know that's going to have a knock-on effect going down as we go through the week monday tuesday wednesday i'm probably still going to feel a little bit sluggish especially if it was a big night out uh, and i'm someone who if i drink i normally drink like probably drink normally get pretty pretty drunk I'm, I'm not really a one for drinking one or two i normally just save it for a big night out so if i cut that out completely i know that i'm not going to have that effect uh, and i'm always 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 someone who gets ill off after drinking on a big night out because your immune system's down uh, i've had the issue with a lot of my clients recently coming back from party holidays going on weekend uh, weekends away or just going on big nights out on the weekend they're coming in monday tuesday and maybe cold and sick and um, the performance isn't as, as well as it could be because they've run down from that from drinking at the weekend. So I just said to myself, cut this out completely. I'm going to be a lot more productive work-wise, training-wise, and I'm going to feel a lot better for it. And third or four, I'm going to come what number one on here. Reason four, probably we'll call it. Reason four is going to be the mental challenge. Setting yourself something like this, which is going to be a longer-term mental challenge of cutting out something that's a bad habit. It's just a challenge, and I like challenges. I like doing things that I haven't done before. And, and now the fact that I've said this, I'm recording this podcast, I've told my clients, I've told um, a few of my friends, I know that I have to keep myself accountable and stick to it. So if you have a goal, tell somebody. If you have something that you want to maybe sign up for, competition, um, and if you want to see lose a certain amount of weight or you want to cut out snacking out your diet, you want to quit smoking, tell a friend, tell somebody, make this public because then you have to keep yourself accountable because if you don't do it, you're going to feel a bigger sense of guilt from not doing it than if you didn't tell anybody, then you could kind of keep to yourself and think, oh, it doesn't really matter that I'm not not drinking now because oh, I've, I've had a drink now because nobody really knows about it. So keep yourself accountable and do something that's going to challenge you. So that's another reason. And then one of the final ones, one of the, the final reasons is it's a little bit of a test to see if the people you surround yourself with are actually people who you either surround yourself with purely for that drinking social aspect or if you surround yourself with those people to benefit your life, to benefit your career, to benefit whatever 
you are pursuing in life. Now, I, I remember when I used to go out back in the day, there used to be a certain group of friends that I used to always go out with um, just for nights out. And I never used, really used to see them, apart from obviously when I was playing football within that, within that environment. The only environment I would see them outside of that would be on nights out. I wouldn't ever go to the gym with them. I wouldn't ever go for a coffee with them and have a chat with them. I would never just go for food with them and then go home. It would just be purely for nights out. Now, you're probably thinking to yourself, you've probably got a group of friends like this that you would only relate to them or speak to them, be with them on a night out. Now, if you take that away, take drinking away from them, and then maybe you try and go on a sober night out, you might think, hmm, I don't know if I actually like these people when I'm sober, or maybe you just don't really want to go and see them when you're not drinking. Um, I'm still a believer in trying to go out and be social when you, when you are being sober. But if you're going out and you're, you're not enjoying yourself or you're with the people and you're kind of thinking, hang on, I don't really like what they're saying or I don't really what they're, what's, what they're acting like or how they're acting isn't in line with the way that I want to be, if you get what I mean. So taking that out of the equation, you might realise, actually, you know what, this group of people aren't, for me, these aren't people that are going to benefit me and make me feel good or progress me in my career and my life. Instead, you might find a different group of people who maybe or on a sim, they might drink, yes, they might still drink, but they're on a, a similar sort of path to you and are going to better you. Maybe some of them aren't drinking and they relate to obviously the reasons why you're not drinking as well. Um, but yeah, that's just another thing to, to think about. But I think alcohol is an escape for people. Um, obviously, I know that it is th- th- something that can be enjoyed in moderation. It can be something that people really look forward to at the end of a week, at the end of a month, at the end of a, a, a working year, whatever it is. But I think you've just got to think to yourself, why what what would I, what would happen if I took alcohol away and do I really need it is as what I'm currently doing my job my what gym routine whatever it is is the job that I'm doing or thing that I'm currently doing in life actually what I want to do and am I just trying to get through the week so I can use alcohol at the end of it to kind of hide all the feelings or emotions that I've got because people use alcohol and drugs as a complete escape mechanism and if you take them away that's when you really need to that's when the, the real issues open up and you have to actually deal with them rather than trying to escape them. So yeah, just a few things to, to think about anyway, but try not to make this podcast a little bit too long, but it was one, it was a little bit more of accountability for myself because I'm putting it out there. Um, I stopped drinking. The last drink I had was on holiday, the 6th of August, 2022, that is. And I'm going to do six months. So that'll be 6th of February. My birthday is 1st of February, so I'm going to have to wait a little bit after my birthday. But I might also be competing and potentially I'm trying to get a team together for the turf games which I think is the 16th or 17th of February if I'm not mistaken something like that and I will confirm that date it might be the 8th sorry 18th or 19th it might be in February so I'm tempted to, to compete in that because I want to get another competition because I really enjoyed the national fitness games and the turf games will be a bit more of a test so I might not drink until after that so that'll be over six months and that's a challenge the biggest challenge is obviously going to be Christmas um, I do enjoy. I did enjoy a Christmas drink last year, um, but you know what? I'm fine with it. I've been on a few social gatherings with my mates. My mates are quite good with it. They just, they just like yeah. They understand that I don't want to drink. Um, if you've got mates as well who are trying to push you into drinking when you're trying to say stay off the drink, then you got to really rethink. Are they actually mates that want to help me out deep down, or are they just using me for for someone to go out with? If you know what I mean. So. Yeah, if your mates are supported, supportive of it, good, the good, the good mates, and you'll probably find your productivity, your gym performance will definitely go up, uh, and then you'll kind of really open up the issues that have mental issues, whatever other issues in your life that are actually going on in your life, um, and you can hopefully 
resolve them with without the alcohol being there as an escape mechanism. Um, but yeah, it is a bit of a challenge for a lot of people because I know alcohol is a big crutch and a big thing that helps them to get through the week and at the end of the week to be able to switch off. Um, but I think there's a big issue at the minute with chronic stress in people, um, s- chronic sleep issues, not getting enough sleep. And I think a lot of it is to do with alcohol, people not enjoying the job, people not enjoying their life and they're using alcohol as that crutch and then it's having that negative sort of um, negative effect in the golden circles going from Monday to Friday, going out or drinking at the weekend and then repeating the whole process again. Take that away and then hopefully you can fix the issues or at least try to resolve the issues. But yeah, that is it for me rambling for about 16 minutes. Hope you've enjoyed this short little solo podcast. I might try and get them out a little bit more, uh, but this is the content for the week, the YouTube video slash podcast for the week. Uh, If there's any topics you'd like me to cover or any reasons, any questions at all, fitness-based, nutrition-based, or even alcohol-related to do with me, obviously, going sober, let me know. Uh, If you're someone who was really wanting to take training to the next level or maybe has a goal of quitting alcohol for a certain amount of time and maybe wants to compete for the first time in a, a fitness competition or prep for a photo shoot or getting in shape for whatever for a holiday or something like that then get in touch online coaching or one-on-one pt will definitely definitely help you out the online side of things if you're not in the local area or maybe you feel like you've got enough experience and you like training on your own and then that's the best approach for you i'm going to be there as your accountability coach making sure that you're ticking all the boxes each week helping with your training your nutrition uh, your accountability again if you don't want to drink alcohol i will make sure that you are staying accountable with that um and then the same with one-on-one pt pt side uh, but availability for that is, is a little bit more slim so online might be the way to go but anyway I'm rambling now that is going to be the end of the podcast as always drop your message on Instagram at Brendan Pearson Fitness YouTube Brendan Pearson um, I'm doing TikTok as well which I think is just Brendan Pearson Fitness or Brendan Pearson Fit and that is about everything I will see you in the next YouTube video or podcast over and out this has been Process Process